We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford at Studio on this uh, pretty lovely Tuesday morning. Weather fall in the air, leaves falling here uh in the uh, Lafayette County area, so glad to have all you guys in the stream, all of you listening from wherever you are today. It's it's kind of press conference today. I, I did not expect that to be what Tuesday was going to be about, but there was interesting and weirdness all over college football yesterday on the normal Monday media ops, so we'll go around pretty much the league, if you want to put Texas into the league now, too, as, uh, as, as well. Um, Credit to the SEC shorts yeah. yesterday. If you have not seen it, it was, it was great. It, it, there are like 15 different parts of it, from from the Texas stuff to the Vanderbilt guy being really interested in baseball. It was a it was a really really good one. So uh, anyway, that and uh, and much more today on a show brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West. <laughs> the Vanderbilt guy had the fast pass. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. genius. Yeah, how's little Johnny's baseball team doing? Yeah, it's uh, so good. So, uh, so Oxford Exxon Highway 6, get that selfie in. We've been telling you about it all year. Been giving away football helmets all year long. <laughs> You're automatically entered into a chance to win an official almost football helmet with uh, anything around that blue sky in a, a back, backdrop. You need to tag Oxford Exxon. You need to hashtag Blue Sky Rebels on social media, and you'll be automatically entered into a chance to uh, to win that. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within business hours. Within 15 minutes, within business hours, I should say. Uh, and take that quote. Do what you want with it. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. Uh, great service. The product's great. Uh, Corey's going to take really good care of you, and uh, people always ask me, what do you mean when you say he wants to be your car guy, he wants to be your truck guy? Call the number, you'll start to find out, 662-257-1900. Guests will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. be a great place this weekend. If you're coming up <clears throat> for the game, you can uh, swing by Rafters, grab a burger, po' boy, uh, great appetizers, um, get you a... Uh, Get a cold beer, get a drink of your choice. <clears throat> They've got it all there at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and also in New Albany. 
so yeah, it was kind of one of those. It, it was sort of a. It was a good internet day yesterday. Like all the way around. Like I felt. I felt like every twenty five minutes, I had somebody sending me something, or I see something on Twitter where it was just kind of chaos abounding from the standpoint of uh, of, of college football. Um, Justin Fuente out at Virginia Tech this morning. That. So add another um, another coaching availability availability out there. Ross Dellinger was talking about it this morning. He's been keeping kind of the running tab. You had. How many ever it was before Halloween? Now, how many ever before Thanksgiving? A record number during season. And I think it's follow the leader a little bit. I think it is panic a little bit. And I think it's also showing that there are not a lot of obvious top-tier candidates for everybody to jump on. And you almost, if you're an AD, you're feeling this weird sense of pressure of everybody's getting a head start on you in your tier on whatever yet that tier is. It's There's a bit of... There's a bit of mimicking going on more than anything else because, I mean, Virginia Tech chose to pay an extra $2.5 million to save about 29 days. If they fire him after December 15th or so, he would have um, he would have gotten 7.5 instead of 10. Instead, they're paying him the full 10 to fire him right now. Miami fires their AD yesterday, which yeah. was – And they've canceled all media availability for football today. Oh, really? Yeah, that is correct. Well, we know where that's headed. I – Typically, it's not a very positive sign. Um, just, <laughs> so, hey, your AD's out, and yeah, we're not talking to yeah. anybody tomorrow. Breaking. Yeah. Manny Diaz out at Florida. Yeah. Miami, I should say. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a, all right, I'm going to do this without making fun of you. Hugh Freeze's name will legitimately come up at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Memo to the journalist out there. Mm-hmm. There's one certain person that if he tells you he interviewed or he's in it, he's not a good source. That's it. Okay. You're going to have to verify that elsewhere. What do you do well there? Uh, That's not a bad fit for you. It's not a bad fit. Not a bad fit. I, I'm, I'm of the str- If you told me he's getting a Power 5 gig, that's one of the ones where I'd go, eh, maybe. I'm of the strong opinion that he should stay where he is. But Virginia Tech makes sense on a lot of levels. Look, he's a good football coach. Now, can he put together a, a quality ACC staff? I have yeah. my doubts. Yeah, sure. Because um, he's never done it. Can he put the ego away and go coach? He'll learn a lot about his last few years. I have my doubts. Sure. But he's a hell of a good football coach. He could do well in that league. And I'm sure he wants out. Look, all coaches at that level are competitors. They want to get back up wherever you can get and you know, do all that thing. You're going to take a step back after Malik Willis leaves your program. Right. He can sit at Liberty and go at least nine and three every year because he's just going to outcoach every damn body else in that league. Now, didn't they join a league? Conference USA, though. So, yeah, going to dominate that league. He, he will. Instead. Yeah, he will dominate that league. Um, so, whatever you want to make of that, but I have a feeling that there's a there's a bit of boredom for any coach that has been at a higher level in that. that yeah, I can get that. That's not. Yeah, I can get that. I mean, look, they've. I do think. I think it's a little bit of crap, and I think it's a little bit true as well that he does feel some loyalty to them from the standpoint of they saved him when he would have been completely screwed as a college coach. Now They've the, given him everything in the world that has, they can. Has the leadership thing changed up since some of the scandal and all that? Falwell's out. I don't know what they're doing, though. I mean, I, well, I mean, Ian McCall's kind of running the whole damn university, it seems like right now, mm. the former AD at Baylor. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like a walking mob hit. I mean – in all all seriousness aside, I mean, we you know I made the joke on Twitter the other day about like Ole Miss beating the triumvirate of, of Vitter, Bjork, and Freeze this, this season, but Liberty, it one I mean, 
just just thinking about it from the outside, ten thousand feet view, Falwell, McCall, Freeze were the three most notable people on campus. I mean, like, holy hell! Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a lot to sink your teeth into there. There's a little bit there, isn't there? Yep. I mean, just just, well. just 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 saying. So I don't I don't I don't know. Anyway, um, that's that. Uh, I mean, look, Liberty's got all the money in the world. They're just in Conference USA. It it, it is what it is. In some ways, that feels like a, I get you're trying to find a league. I get people have told them no, and maybe they knew they couldn't get in. The fact that Liberty, with the money they have, couldn't get into the American shows a lot about their A, reputation, or yeah. B, nobody wants to screw with them. Because they're, in a, they're in a fit in the American. That's where they should be. Well, if you screw with them, he's going to want to watch. So, kind of teed that up. I mean, you know. <laughs> all right. Just just saying. Sorry. It's all good. Yeah. Um, it's just Tuesday. It already feels like Friday, and it's Tuesday. It really does, doesn't it? it? It's, gotta, it's just, yeah. So we'll start locally, um, then we'll branch out because there's plenty to get to oh, across. Lane's press conference, uh, fitting for Vanderbilt week, went about six minutes and 48 seconds yesterday, uh, give or take, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um some of that, however, though, is knowing that he's not going to answer questions, uh, knowing that if you ask anything of any kind of specificity related to the Ole Miss program, he's not giving you an answer to it. Um, well, Sus asked an injury question. Like, and and like, it was kind of one of those deals where I almost kind of nodded with Sus. was like, you're already kind of talking to him, so sure. Just throw it out there in case and let him say what he was. I mean, if you ask Lane Kiffin, hey, is Ben Brown going to play tomorrow? We hope so. Yeah. So, so we got that answer. I think everybody was like, okay, it's, it's – That's it. That's, let's let, – yeah. Well, because, A, we're not asking a lot of scheme questions about Vanderbilt. He's not going to, A, answer a lot of scheme questions about Vanderbilt. And to his credit yesterday, he did not pep up the Vanderbilt program. No. He simply said people get upset. He, well, he's, and he's right. He's right. There's yeah. upsets every almost every week. But he didn't go, hey, you know, they got a lot of good players out there. Got a really you know, no, know. no. Well, I, I knew better than that because I got there at about eleven thirty, and football players were already leaving. So it'd have been a so they'd been through morning. with practice. Yeah, I mean, guys had already. That sh- means they were off the field at ten forty-five. Yeah, guys had taken showers and grabbed something to eat and were in the car. And I asked him about, hey, are you going to shorten practice? And he was like, well, we shortened it last week, and yeah, we're probably going to shorten it more. Which means they're only out there hour and a half. Oh, yeah, tops. Get your work in, get out. Yeah. Fewer chances for anybody to get hurt. Fewer chances for a lot of stuff. Get some get some feet under you. Well, I'm assuming that a lot of guys are not practicing early in the week. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to run the backups ragged. News-wise, there really wasn't much there. Um, I do think. I interpreted it the same way you did that Eli Acker will probably start again this week against Vanderbilt. Yeah. It felt like he was more comfortable with what he saw from him versus the other rotating options that have been going on throughout the year at that guard spot. Um, he had no idea who is or is not going through senior day. So do not read into anything to do with no. senior day. Um, yeah. he, they didn't even put that question in the transcript because he, uh, he didn't know. It was fine. That's not his job. Well, like, some people are trying to, like, make a list out into, well, that guy's definitely coming back or not coming back, but those conversations haven't been made yet. That is not. Well, no, I mean, I can tell you that I asked Chance before we started yesterday because there was a thread on the board wanting me to ask Chance a certain question, and I was like, hey, 
I'm not going to put you on the spot. Would, yeah, here. would you prefer that I not ask this? And he goes, yeah, I actually would. I mean, because I, he goes, because I haven't talked to Durkin and Kiffin yet. Yeah. About next season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got a game Saturday and then a game on Thanksgiving. And then there's, there's time. Then in all likelihood, there's going to be a significant break before they play again. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not betting on the Hogs and the Tigers the next two weeks. No, no, no. So, I mean. Yeah, the question, uh, Dub Jr., thanks for the super chat. He says, is Freeze a fit at Florida? Um, no, he's no. not. He's not at all a fit. No. No, that's not a good fit. Uh, it's From a media standpoint, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible fit. God-awful fit. I mean, my God, how bad. No, no. And Scott Strickland replacing Dan Mullen with Hugh Freeze. I mean, please, but. I mean. But no. No. I don't even think the Hallmark Channel could make that movie. I just no. I, I, I that's too much. It would make Scott look so small time. Yeah, I mean, it's just not even a no. Call. It's just no. That's not on when Scott pulls out the drawer. It's that's not one of the names on that list. I'm not sure that'd be one of 50 names on a list. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. That's not. Um. But my God, what a what a story. But no, it's 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 again Hallmark couldn't make that work. The only interesting thing yesterday was that somebody asked about Vanderbilt. I think it was David Johnson. And Lane responded with talking about the crowd needing to show up, um, pointed out that A&M used a verbal count instead of a silent count yesterday. I mean, on Saturday during the game. And essentially, I believe the word was that's unheard of was the quote um, for an SEC stadium, essentially challenging the fans again. And I think it was a great, it was a great quote for the fan base, for our listeners, for whatever, to gauge your temperature on how you feel or how nervous you are. Because the one interpretation is that, as Neil wrote yesterday, kind of challenging fans to go from good to great. It's, hey, we need you again. You know, you did a good job. I yeah. said I was proud of you. I tweeted how proud of you I was. Yeah. And I'm almost kind of like you're kicking the horse a little bit. You're proud of the horse, but we're still kicking the horse. And then on the other hand, it kind of came off like, you just keep mentioning it at even a time when it didn't really need to be mentioned. It didn't fit this week like it has fit in a lot of other weeks. Right. And are you using that as an excuse at some point? They're, 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 I mean, literally, your mindset going into that question, when you come out, it will tell you where your head is at on how you respond and took that question. Well, you know he had to know the letdown question was coming. Um, It felt rehearsed. Because it was very specific. It, 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 and I don't know. Um, I, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because I don't have any reason oh, not yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, But it was odd. It was the the answer was now you know because the answer to that question, if you just want to get through it, is look, um, upsets happen. We we know that. I mean, all we got to do is show guys. Ranked teams getting beat by unranked teams. Mentioned the ones he mentioned. He mentioned South you Carolina, know, Florida. He mentioned Kansas, Texas. Yeah, it happens. So we don't. We we can't take anybody for granted, and we got to get ready to play. And that's that's our mindset here. Like Chance Campbell answered that question a lot better than Lane did. With you know, every week's the same. It's one of the things he likes is that there's consistency in each week. You know, you get ready for the game. Mm-hmm. You play the game. Um. Because, like, I asked Chance off the record 
just from a scheduling standpoint, because we normally tape on Monday. I said, do you know what your schedule is for next week? And he goes, no, you know, it's kind of probably a good thing because it hasn't been mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the schedule is because, well, you know, we'll touch base on Sunday and go from there. I'm like, that's cool. Um, there was just a, a better way to, I don't know. It was interesting. And maybe it's a failure on our part that nobody's really pressed him about jobs. But it's kind of hard to press him about jobs right now because here's why. If you are sourced at all, you know that his name is not really on the tip of anyone's tongue at Florida. And and I think Dan Mullen's going to survive. Do you? I do. Based on today. Okay, sure. His name's not really on the tip of anyone's tongue at LSU. There's a lot of other names that are flying around before you ever get to Kiffin's name. So what is he even responding to? And so if I say, hey, uh, Miami fired their AD, I mean, what's he going to say? Well, I I don't want to be the AD. Yeah. And so what are you asking him about? And so he hasn't been pressed, and I don't know that he'll be pressed. And I don't know that there's anything there at all. In fact, I have no empirical evidence whatsoever to suggest that it is. But sometimes you do wonder, are you are you paving an exit? And I don't think so. I think he's challenging fans, but I, I see what you're saying. We're, we're No, yeah, it's not really about Kiffin. It's about a mindset of a fan base yeah. on do you panic or you go, hey, by God, let's get to the game on Saturday. Yeah. And I, it's, it's almost it's a barometer the other way to me, not even to Kiffin, yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. I, that's not the point. Because I think in some ways, Kippen goes, hey, please mention my name. That's good. Keeps us in the yeah. thing. Because every time you mention my name, you go, hey, Ole Miss is 10-2. Well, he does so many Saban things. Yeah. And Saban challenges fans all the time. That's just kind of one of the things he does. And I, I, I think it's as simple as that. But when the phone blows up all day after this, and you hear from some of the fans who are scared to death, you're like, gosh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't necessarily go, oh, God, wow. But it just went, hmm. Yeah, that'll get that. that Depending on what kind of mood everybody's in today, that'll stir it up, maybe. And sure enough, there was a couple of threads on the board, and it kind of got people get a little antsy. Yeah, it was, it was fine. I'm going to do what I've done all year, though. I'm going to defend fans every. Well, and it set it up too, where look, it's not going to look like A and M this week, no. just like it will not look like A and M whenever anyone plays Vanderbilt this season in no. the home stadium. So, it's unfair to the fans to come back next Monday and go, "God, fans didn't show up." It's like. Like, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's disingenuous is what it is. I mean, yeah. you, you know people showed up last week. A lot of people st- got into Oxford on Thursday. Yeah. So those people spent a good bit of money, and they spent a good bit of time, and not all of those people are going to be able to turn around and get back to Oxford on on the Saturday before Thanksgiving as we get into the holiday season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that's unrealistic. Yeah. So, Anyway. Ole Miss had the normal press conference today. There were some around the league that were not as normal. We'll uh, we'll get into those in a second. We'll tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Seto County, and at Chattanooga. I'm writing a process and it's done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting that understands your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. I'm trying to go ahead and pay another one. I'm, I'm, I need to... Put a user in timeout. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Nick's Tan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com is the website. I've used them multiple times for real estate purchases here in Oxford and Lafayette County. You should give them a shot as well as the market's still crazy. 
and you can trust and know them. With Keith Graham, Clay DeWeese, and their team of associates, that's 662-281-1200. Again, nickstanoxford.com. They uh, sponsor my weekly football 321 content item. You can click the link in that. You can click the link in my message for signature and start the process of finding your next home in the Oxford area. So, again, nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. We're also brought to you by Walk-Ons, Walk-On Sports Bistro. Oh. Yeah, yeah, see what I was doing. I had, okay. had to had to deal with it a little bit. Uh, they're bringing you game day with a taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Uh, coming soon, about first week of December, I think is the plan right now, uh, in 1737 B University Avenue in Oxford. And if you are just hankering for uh, walk-ons, and you should be, and you're in the Jackson area, 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland, it's open, great site for you to uh, go check out the games this weekend or just go have dinner or lunch whenever. Walk-ons, a sports bistro, more than a restaurant. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a uh, social sports betting network. It's free to use. It's a cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends and invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. It's bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. We're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Go to muddywateroutdoors.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE, get 35% off on any products from the site, free shipping on $100 or more. Again, promo code REBELGROVE at muddywateroutdoors.com. Tis the season of giving, and Dead Soxie is launching a pre-Black Friday sale, and you don't want to miss out. Socks make great socking stuffers for a limited time. Visit deadsoxie.com, receive 35% off site-wide with promo code EARLYBIRD. Whether you're giving your family, your friends, or yourself a gift, give something they look forward to wearing over and over again. Everyone needs to experience the quality a different sock makes. So go to deadsoxy.com, enter the code EARLYBIRD, one word, all lowercase, at checkout to get 35% off. Uh, The Grove will be um, open one last time this Saturday. So if you're heading out there, you want to make sure that uh, you're prepared. Game Changer patches have the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to help you recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com and enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. I was just asked a second ago if there was potentially any... um attendance contractual things were laying the more money you would get if people showed up but that is only based off season tickets sold not oh, actual okay. attendance in uh, in games he does get incentives for overall season tickets in a uh, in a season so that would have nothing to to do with that and i didn't think it would but just answering if the question. you told me it was nothing more than him emulating saban i would buy it sure well, in his mind, hey, if I do this and it gets 5,000 more people into the stadium on Saturday, then it got 5,000 more yeah, people sure. into the stadium on Saturday. Sure. I mean, and I do think he wants – I mean, in all seriousness, I think he is incredibly – as fond of Matt Corral as he can be of a football player. Yes. And he does want as good of his experience on his final home game as he possibly can. I think there's some very legitimate, real things there from too. that standpoint. 
those two saved one another. No doubt. I mean, frankly, I don't know that he's even here if Matt Corral's not the quarterback in waiting. That's a great question. I don't know. We'll never get the true no, answer. No, 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 I don't know. But, I mean, just, just saying. So, all right, Texas or Texas A&M? Where are we going in the long, in the long uh, start? Let's go today? A&M first. All right, so Jimbo yesterday, he was asked, which Neil believes was a planning question. I think that's probably yeah, a safe come assumption. On, come on. You know, like somebody just pulled that one in. He yesterday. didn't even let the guy finish. And he had That's a, what she said. Sorry. Okay. And his answer was like a minute and 35 seconds. Um, yeah, he was ready to go. So somebody I, asked Jimbo I, yesterday about the LSU job. Mm-hmm. And he went on a diatribe. Not just about – and I, I did love – okay, a couple different things here. I did love the semantics argument from all the media members who had been saying he's going to LSU and he still might go to LSU, is that, well, he didn't say he wasn't going. He just kept saying he planned on being at A&M. And I went, oh, shut up. And then I went, well, nah. So he goes on this big rant. He gets, he talks about his, his recruiting class for a good minute of the minute and a half, how they're signing this great class. They actually signed another top 100 kid this morning. Um, all this kind of different stuff. And in that, I plan on being here. I ain't going nowhere. I don't want to be nowhere else. I love being right here, all this stuff. Bjork later retweeted it, so I have it in my, in yeah. my, in my, in my feed. <laughs> um, and then he took a couple of media shots. Um, Bjork did? Yeah, kind of light, but sure. Yeah. And um, then he goes into this thing about, well, I mean, I'm recruiting all these dudes here, and if I go to LSU, do I really want to go over there just to play them and blah, 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 blah. It. It felt like PR more than actually answering a question. I did not leave that going, oh, God, he's definitely going to LSU. But I also did not leave that going, oh, well, yeah, absolutely. His feet are cemented into the ground. But look, here's the deal. We didn't talk about this the other day. Okay. And I know you, from a football-only standpoint, you like this program more than I do. But what about this year is any different than any other A&M year? We can talk about the recruiting classes, and they've had a damn good class. Yeah. Their talent is really good on the roster, though, right now. It's built. Yeah. They're still possibly going eight and freaking four. They are A&M. They do not win all their games. Sure. Like, at the end of the day, they're just like they've been every other damn year, including when Johnny Manziel was there. They lost to Mississippi State. They lost to Ole Miss. They lost to Arkansas. Yeah, sure, they beat Alabama and they won a big game. But there's nothing about this A&M season where we get into next preseason and I don't go, yeah, fine, they're A&M. They're still going to lose a game they're not supposed to. They are what they are. It's more than fair. I mean, this season alone, they've lost – and I think if you had told them before the year that you're going to lose to Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Arkansas, they would have said, no way. No, 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 no way. And they did. Lost to all three. Fairly convincingly in all three games. Yes. Um, look, man, I don't know. Everybody I talk to around the LSU program insist that Jimbo's going to get an opportunity to say no, and to this point, he's telling him he's going to say no. And I think he's saying no. I do too. I thought, I did think yesterday, in in the event that he leaves for LSU in two weeks, that's a terrible look. Now, he won't care. He'll be fine. Kids don't care. And the move to LSU would be his last move. So he wouldn't have to worry about it, but he's 
his history as an offensive coach is very good. He obviously knows what he's doing offensively. He has dealing with a backup quarterback, um, all those kind of things. He's a little low stuck from an offensive standpoint in the middle of today's game because they don't do – they're A, while they're very good on defense, they're not Georgia on defense. And you kind of have to be Georgia on defense to pull off that level of of whatever. Why are we getting overrun with bots today? It's just one, and I keep putting he or she in timeout. Is oh, there a way to – I don't know. I, I, I'm timing – What if we hit the hide user? Well, I've done that. Oh, it still doesn't work? No. Oh, okay. We don't want to make him a moderator. That wouldn't help. No. Um, his offense is stuck in the middle a little bit, though, in my opinion, because they're they're not good enough on defense to completely control games all the time. But then they haven't really been revolutionary either. It's, it's in a little bit of a – and I mean this – he needs to become – well, no, I think they are in the same vein. I think he's dealing with a little bit of Chip Kelly – where what used to be really, really, really good has been forgotten a little bit, and he's had a hard time completely transitioning into 2021. And I'm not saying you need to go all Kiffin and Lebby and Tempo and whatnot, but it just feels like the things that really set him up either are commonplace or no longer work the same way. And there's a certain something that is not that is not moved forward with, with them. They're not bad. I mean, we're talking about a very relative high scale here, yeah. but... I mean, the goal when you're paying a coach $10 million a year is to win a national championship. Oh, for sure. And I have my doubts. Yeah. Someone says it in the thread, and they're right. One of the game changers with A&M is the potential that NIL allows them to recruit at an even higher level where you recruit your way to a place where you can't help but win. Georgia says hi. Yeah. Um, And look, Jim, my opinion is Jimbo's a better coach than Kirby. Yeah. Straight, just yeah. Agreed. Give me yours, give me mine, whatever. Let's Agreed. do it that way. Yeah. A bot is a con- computer generated user that um, is fake, and it's set to do nothing but spam us with that over and over and over again. Yeah, we've made it. We have a bot. Um, there's just something weird. And now again, it only takes it takes more talent in one year, and all of a sudden, I mean, look at Georgia. I mean, we were having we were having conversations about Kirby, maybe last year, year before. Hey, could he do it? Was it always going to be something, something wrong? Is it always going to be something that does whatever? But even in some ways, that wasn't fair because he was one throw from a national title. I mean, yeah. it was a miraculous effort from Alabama to keep him from a national title. Yeah, no, he's look, he's um, he's built a dominant program. Yeah, yeah. Through recruiting, one hundred percent through. Yeah, recruiting. That's it. That's that, that. That that is what it what it is. And it's why when circling back to Florida for just a second, it's yeah. why when people talk about who's going to be the guy at Florida, if you're Scott and you make a move, and again, I don't really think he's going to. I'm not reporting that he's not. Don't get me wrong. But you're replacing him with a recruiter, mm-hmm. because that's where they're getting their ass kicked. It's a harder recruiting job than people give Florida credit for being. You know where I stand yeah. on this. I, I'll name seven jobs in the league that I think are better than Florida. Yeah. Just not a great job. And it's going to get worse if there's the realignment that we expect. Now you've got to play Alabama and Auburn every year. I 
I mean, Alabama plays Auburn ten times. My money's on Alabama winning at least eight of them. Auburn plays Florida ten times. My money's on Auburn winning at least five or six. And you're going to lose more than you lose against South Carolina. And Tennessee's getting better. The guy's done a good job. Yes. Yes. He's been he's been good. So I don't, frankly, it would be kind of dumb for Jimbo to go. It makes no sense. I don't I don't know what the upside is of going. If he goes, it's, I'm running it, into a potential Title IX and NCAA train wreck. Yeah, if he goes, it's just because he was there before, he loved it, and wants to go back. That's it. Sure. I don't think he's going. He's getting whatever he wants over there. There, there are other names that are popping up at LSU that make me think they're moving along. I mean, resource-wise. Yeah, they give him anything he wants. I apologize for not prepping the video and sending it to Neil. I should have done it last night. I didn't think about it till this morning, and it was too late for the the orange blood or not orange blood for the Texas press conference yesterday. Oh, yes. Um, so I'm going to get to it in like two minutes. But if you haven't seen it, please go somewhere and and listen to the question that um was asked by a gentleman yesterday during Steve Sarkeesian's uh, press conference. It was um. I'll see if I can find it and put it, it in the stream. Was, it was something. Yeah, I, I've got it right here. Okay. So just take a second if you're in the stream. If not, um, you can find it on the internet at on Twitter at Chris, S-A-D-E-G-H-I. The whole season is becoming a Saturday Night Live skit. Is the um, Here, I'll, I'll make it easier. It's there. Oh, did you put it in? What did I say about resources? Did I say a word about resources? I just said at A&M they're giving him whatever he wants. NIL, money, boosters. Hell, he can recruit whatever he wants over there. That has nothing to do about, that has nothing to do with resources as far as stadiums or anything. Um, <clears throat> having a really hard time getting rid of that thing. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really trying. Okay, I think I did it. Got it. Think you got it that time? I think so. It was happening so fast that. Okay. All right. Uh, so anyway, this question comes out yesterday, and I can't do it justice. I don't have. I don't think I know of anywhere where I have the transcript to just read it to you guys. So I'm going to need you to to to, to hear it. Neil said he was having a hard time getting through it. Did you finally grit your no, teeth through I, I the couldn't, entire question? No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't make it. It made me so uncomfortable that I had to stop. So what would you have done in the press conference? Would you have to have like literally covered your ears? I would have had to, no joke, seriously, I would have had to like go into some like calming exercises. You had to like meditate for a minute. I would have, yep. I, I have to do that now sometimes. And nothing compared to this? No. So this appears to be, because he outed himself, a couple different elements here that I love about this, because this is maybe, I know nothing about this publication, I know nothing about this guy who asked the question. However, this is maybe the biggest overall perception of like fan journalism I've ever seen in a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. Horns Illustrated, it says, covering University of Texas sports going beyond the stats um, is okay. their website, hornsillustrated.com. Right. Are they affiliated with anyone? They appear to, unless I'm missing something, they appear to be um, 
independent. But they have a magazine too. Okay. Um Yeah. Their their covers their they had a preseason football preview that uh says Steve Sarkeesian, new era of Texas football, coaching wisdom on display. He reiterated that yesterday. Mm. Okay. So the ball the, the non verbatim question that took over a minute. It, it he really set it up. Yeah. Avery says it was the Scott's tots of questions. It was, yes. And it was. That is 100% right. Yeah. So he goes into this diatribe about trying to get into the mind of Steve Sarkeesian on how he is going to correct the issues with the University of Texas football program because he has hired a staff of, quote, coaching juggernauts. He has – he might not even know the answers yet, but he's going to find them because he's – Kind of like Steve Robertson said about Jolie Dunn back in the day, that he's like above the intellectual level of all other humans or whatnot. Um, I mean, laid it on so thick that seriously, I, I I know myself, I would have had to cover my ears. I would have closed my ears at some point and went, I'm just going to stop until this is, this is over. What worries me about it is that Sarkeesian acted almost like it was normal, like for a second. Like he didn't have an answer because there was no answer to it, but it... He quoted an author in there at one point. Um, quoted a book about extraordinary people or some shit. Um, I mean, it, it, it's 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 beyond pale. But here's my thing to this: two things. His Twitter account is actually more of what I want to talk about because we can make fun of this. Everybody on the internet's made fun of this. Watch it. You make fun of it. You laugh and cringe. Yesterday, at I don't know what time, he makes a post on Twitter. This guy. I don't know who he is. Okay. Orange Illustrator. All right. Working on my question for tomorrow's press conference with Texas Longhorns football head coach, Coach Sark. He tags him, of course. You simply won't believe what I ask him. I pray I get the chance to ask a question. It's not a guarantee. Stay tuned to Longhorn Network tomorrow at 11 a.m. And then gives a GIF picture of Denzel Washington with the quote, You'll never be criticized by someone who's doing more than you. You'll always be criticized by someone doing less. Remember that. So that was the day before. Okay. That's not even my favorite thing on his Twitter profile. Okay. You know how you can pin a tweet at the top of the Twitter profile? Yes. Put it up there for all to see. It's the first thing you see. Mm -hmm. So are you familiar with, and I know you are, are you familiar with uh, Teddy Roosevelt's Famous speech. Yes. A man in the arena. Yes. We're all pretty aware of that. Yes. Um, it's often thrown at the media. Yes. It's it, it's it's very much thrown at the media. Um, <laughs> it's not thrown at the media in this instance. So for anybody who's been living under a rock their entire life, <laughs> I have it up. I'll just read it. It's not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, mm-hmm. whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. Who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again, because there's no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who never know victory nor defeat. Pretty popular, famous. Yes. Has a lot of truth to it. It's fine. It's good. Teddy hated some media. Teddy hated... Teddy- <laughs> Katie as president went around town beating up criminals. Yeah. Just contemplate how the world has changed a little in the last 110 years. So 
or how much it's still the same. <laughs> so a the a story quoting that quote, if you will, okay, okay, is pinned on the top of his Twitter profile. Okay, would you care to guess what the words that he puts above that is? I, I would. I would never be able to even hazard a guess. Before you say one negative thing about Texas football, read this. Hashtag hook them. Oh. That the players and coaches are the ones daring greatly, and by God, you do not question the great coaches and players. I apologize to Jeff Ketchum and Orange Bloods (laughs) publicly. I missed the message board that I should have checked out on Saturday, apparently. (laughs) Can you imagine? Can I put a whoop on this dude at the end of the Kansas game? I just need some heart rate data. That's all. Like I just, I, I just need some heart rate data. I didn't. We said a whoop. I didn't know whether you meant the device or the Texas A and M slogan. Fair. I noticed Ross is is his Twitter profile now. It's it's Giggum and Whoop. Is it? I think. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Do you know all the words to the Aggie War hymn? Could you? Could, <laughs> no, I don't. Could you do it if you had to? No. I know you'll be shocked by this. It's very centered on the University of Texas. Oh, really? Completely focused on Texas. The only one that I think I could do, I could do like War Eagle. I could do the Auburn stuff from hearing it over and over and over for six years. Yeah, it is whoop. Whoop. Yeah, whoop and giggle. Yep. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it has to be a thing apparently. Oh, really? You can't join the – apparently that's one of the code words to get into the cult meeting. I mean, I – Whoop. It was a little – did you see them show the footage of the yell practice in, in, in Memphis? Bill Street, yeah. I mean, you feel like we could have changed some things around, and it looked like a séance, don't you? Well, I just wonder, like, what the common person on Bill Street thought when he or she stumbled across that. Yeah, not positive. No, I mean, you you wonder what has happened. Yeah. Like, a part of you wants to go save the yell leaders because you feel like they must be being held hostage. But they're not doing this of their own free will. They have at least stopped the yell leaders from doing the grab-their-own-testicles-and-squeezing-them thing that they used to do during games. Are you serious? What do you mean? They used to do that? Oh, you haven't seen the videos of this? No. I, <laughs> I don't watch the video of people scratching chalkboards. I, I don't. <laughs> You don't know this? No. Okay. Give, give, give me a second. We'll, uh, we'll we'll get there in a minute. Now we, we're going to educate Neil on some Aggie traditions here. Cole says you can't say whoop until you're an upperclassman. That is correct. I do recall that. Yeah, I think that is correct. I do think that is correct. Yeah. So Ross did not go to Texas A&M. I'm How? assuming he has some sort of honorary status as the he athletics can, he director. Can do an honorary whoop? That's my, I mean, ask him. I mean, I don't know. He has, like, whoop permission? I don't know. As long as he's the AD. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, Let me find some data on there for you. Anyway, podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities, two packages, 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extender, and much more. Call the office for details. Get the best internet around. Again, nespark.com. We're brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. 
Um, if you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. It's ACSLLCMS.com or 662-601-4381. Uh, Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes <coughs> such as retail, office, industrial, and land. This week's property spotlight is on Paragon Center in Ridgeland. Paragon is comprised of 150,000 square feet of office space located on Highland Colony Parkway minutes from the new Costco, Walk-On Sports Bistro, and Interstate 55. This section of Highland Colony is experiencing substantial commercial growth is located alongside some of the most affluent neighborhoods in Mississippi. <clears throat> if you want to learn more, go to Sam and BB at 601-586-3220. Uh, Blue Delta Jeans is hosting the inaugural Coastal Cup Waterfowl Tournament January 19th through the 21st at Bay Flats Lodge on the San Antonio Bay of Texas. This competitive team duck hunting event will include two days of uh, Texas coastal waterfowl hunting, meals, drinks, and lodging, and two pairs of custom jeans for every participant. Special guests at the event will include Josh Raggio of Raggio Custom Calls and Barton Ramsey of Southern Oak Kennels. To learn more, get in contact with our buddy Blake Kokenauer by emailing him at blake at bluedeltajeans.com. Also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's been serving the Oxford area for basically three quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, everything you could want. They're, they've got it. They're the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662 234 2777. The holidays are right around the corner, which means the consistent cold weather is as well. You want to make sure that heating system is operable, ready to go when you really need to depend on it. Go to uh, Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, same uh, company, different names, but the same great products and services. If you live in Oxford or Tupelo or the surrounding area, call Comer at 662 801 one seven seven seven. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern at 662-429-4429. Podcast is brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. That is uh, right off Molly Bar on White Oak Lane here in Oxford. Head in to uh, see all the different options they have, including great add-on items like house crackers, spicy feta dip, cheesecake dip, pepper jelly, spiced honey, and more. And remember to use them for uh, Thanksgiving coming up. They have lots of options. For uh, for that, you get pre-orders by end by November 19th. You pick them up on the 24th, and they will be ready for you. Buttermilk pie, pumpkin cheesecake, artisanal cheese trays, charcuterie trays, and more. And with Ole Miss having one more football game this season at home, catering and tailgate m- menu still active as well. A lot of different options for that, including dessert, sandwiches, salads, cheese trays, charcuterie boards, and plenty of other items. So for either one of those things, 662-419-9201 cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com and they will deliver right there to your spot in the grove so two different things uh yeah i don't i had a long article on this that i found the other day i can't find it but essentially the aggie cadets or whatever they are called um squeeze their private areas at critical times during games to um feel the pain of the players and inspire the team so they're not even just how the hell is that inspiring the team they're not even touching they're literally like Using some elbow grease. 
You're beginning to question a little bit, like even with the money involved, Jimbo and Ross going, uh, we sure? Oh no, look, if Jimbo goes, I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I get if it. If the Christmas tree goes on the front line, I we get go, it. you know what? All right. It's, I get it. It's cool. You said what you had to say to get through this season and you're out. You don't have to do any of that stuff at LSU. You just go, hey, Mike the Tiger, he's cool. Yeah. Somehow it's like a showing them we're in it with you. It's filling the the pain of the They squeeze their own, right? That's correct, yes. Yeah, I sent you a picture. Yeah, I saw the picture. The picture hurt. A couple of them looked really, really getting into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. So I mean, I promise we're going to move on to something else in a second. Uh, yeah, so the Aggie wore him, for anyone not aware. Okay. And it's kind of long. I actually, I stumbled upon this yesterday. I kind of knew a little bit about it, but I, I watched a video yesterday for some reason. I don't know. I got down a rabbit hole. Hullabaloo, connect, connect. Hullabaloo, clinic, connect. All held dear old Texas A&M. Rally around the Mernon White. Good luck to dear old Texas Aggies. They're the boys who show the real old fight. That good old Aggie spirit thrills us and makes me yell. No, okay, that's not the, that's not actually what they start with. Uh, here we go. Goodbye to Texas University. So long to the orange and white. Good luck to dear old Texas Aggies. They are the boys that show the real fight. The eyes of Texas are upon you. That is the song they sing so well. So goodbye to Texas University. We're going to beat you all to Chigger Grew Garden. I don't know. Rough, tough, real stuff, Texas A&M. And then they go for two b- verses about sawing Varsity's horns off. Was that the original name of Bevo? Was Varsity, I guess? These are questions that I can't answer. Yeah, they spend two whole verses on nothing but how they're going to saw the Longhorns' horns off um, in the Aggie Warham. Well, point being here, I did not realize that what was known kinda, as like their main that's song. That's animal brutality, isn't it? PETA would be pissed. Hell, I'd be pissed. You like the Longhorn. Got your picture well, why, why, why would you do that to Bevo? Well, he was varsity back then, apparently. But there's a lot of Texas-centric stuff in here. I thought it would be more about themselves. It's like their famous song, but it's all about Texas. You remember the summer, don't you? I'm aware. When the word came out, they they about lost it. When A&M plays Texas in an SEC game, who will you catch yourself cheering for? Because it's coming. When A&M plays Texas in an SEC game, who will you catch yourself cheering for? My initial thought before you said that was A&M because I've just been so annoyed with Texas. But the more I think about it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm having a really hard time coming up with an answer here. Because I really despise Texas. And yet I think I would cheer for Texas over them. I catch myself cheering for everyone against A&M. Do you really? Yeah. Like when Alabama. Yeah, because if somebody goes, hey, you cheering for so-and-so or Oklahoma? Oklahoma. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not even like whatever. Yeah, I'm cool yeah, with sure. Oklahoma. It's fine. Like when Texas was losing to Baylor, I kind of found it amusing, even though it was costing me a game in the standings. Did you really? Yeah, when the Red River shootout gets played, I always cheer for Oklahoma. Just naturally. I have no reason to. I just do. I'm always glad when Oklahoma wins that game. Okay. I caught myself the night that uh, Texas A&M upset Alabama. Kind of hated it, if I'm honest. 
I did kind of find myself in that game cheering for Alabama at the end. Yeah, like, I know, oh, I did too. I was yeah, like, eh, you know what? Listen, not them. Let it be someone else. I mean, we do forget that in the middle of all this, Jackie Sherrill castrated a bull in front of his team. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Have you ever heard the story about Sandra Day O'Connor's father? No. He was like a rancher or something out in, I think, California. Maybe it was Texas. I don't know. Okay? Yeah. But the story goes when she would bring a boy (coughs) home to meet the family, he would castrate a bull and make the boy eat one of the testicles. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I get that Cheryl did this when he was a state coach, but still he A and M ties here, guys. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not absolving A and M from this act of whatever. I actually found an AP story on it. Um Cheryl called it actually educational was the uh the reason for that. Said one is educational, it's probably the biggest reason. The other was motivating his team. Ask how a bull's castration would motivate his players. He said that's everybody's different perception. He had the owner of the bull come out and do the castrating in front of the team uh, the week before they played Texas. No, it wasn't raw, Blake. He would he would uh he would roast it like over a fire. Really? Yeah. And apparently a lot of boys wouldn't handle it. Yeah, I get that. I mean I'm not criticizing no. at this at this point. It was New Mexico, I'm told, which makes makes sense as well. I, I could not remember the exact locale. So somehow Dan Mullen had the like normal press conference of the day yesterday. One that I told Neil at went I think twenty nine minutes and something. It was almost a half hour press conference. I'd... Just grilling and grilling and grilling and grilling and grilling. Because when somebody sent me the video, they were like, Hey, skip ahead to the seventeen minute mark and I was like, Whoa, hold on. What? Like what are we doing in the first sixteen minutes? And it was a lot of rehashing of Sanford, a lot of stuff. And then, essentially, somebody asked Dan, again, go to the 17-minute mark of yesterday's press conference if you'd like to hear this. Um, what do you do with two games left to change the narrative and to get what you can out of the season or whatever, whatever, whatever? Fair question. And in pure Dan manner, because Dan can be Dan, he can be an ass, mm-hmm. he... Does this cousin Eddie thing? Where I don't. I mean, what do you mean? I mean, that's your narrative. My my, my narrative is that we outscored the opponent forty one ten in the second half. We won a football game. We really celebrated in the locker room. We we took advantage of that opportunity. We grew as a football team. We had a quarterback set a Florida record for yardage or something. I mean, in, in my mind, he literally said this in some form. I'm probably not verbatim. The narrative was as good as anything maybe since Tebow. Was a quote Dan Mullen gave yesterday, mm. and as I told Neil, you can almost you can hear faintly in like the background. A media member goes, "It was Samford," and <laughs> kind of gets picked up by the mic a little bit while he's talking. And he to I don't know who asked the question. It was a beat writer because Dan flustered him because he comes back a second later and he goes, "Well, I mean, I'm just saying that you know a lot of people write those opinions and have those narratives. I, I, I'm just trying to cover the team and write what you and the players say." But I'm just like whatever, and then Dan does. Ah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not upset at you. Blah 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 blah. blah. But, but goes into it again. And I mean, seriously, even two days later, doubling down about how they're just going to have a great day week of practice. 
They won a football game, and they're very happy with where everything went. They scored 70 points. Yeah. And in, in a very microscopic way, what else the hell is he supposed to say? And microscopically. But beyond that, come on. Like I would tell quit. the truth. I would tell the truth. I mean, him. just stop. I would tell the truth. I would say this season's not gone the way we wanted it to go. Um, we've got to get better. I've got to recruit. I've got to. I've got. I've got to do a better job of coaching. My staff has to do a better job. Players have to play better. We've got to recruit better players. Because see, he didn't even go there when he was asked. You know, what do you need to do to essentially get Florida? You know, Florida's your goal is to win national championships and division championships and all that kind of stuff. And he essentially just said, "Hey, I love our players. They're practicing really hard. I know that's the goal, but." And kind of went from there with the, with the second part of the response. I mean, he is his need to not tell the truth has made every press conference very difficult at this point, from an awkward level. Not even like what he's saying or not saying or anything else. Well, but. I think weeks ago he thought he could get out, and I don't know that he can get out now because now there's a lot. I mean, of, if you're Sandy Barber, you got no interest in him at Penn State right well, now. I well, think. there's a lot of people at Penn State who think that James Franklin is stuck there. I mean, Bruce Feldman talked about Dave Aranda to USC yesterday, which sounds like a terrible fit, but it does. But I trust Bruce's sourcing when it comes to USC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. He has to know something there. I mean, if Bruce tells me something about North Carolina, I'm like, well, it could be. I mean, I'll have to look into that or whatever. But if Bruce tells me something that went on at USC, I buy it. And that felt like a planted story, a temperature gauge, if, if you will. Trial balloon is yeah. what Woodward likes. Hey, let's find it. Yeah, well, those are smart. Those are smart. Does Franklin need to get out? See, I don't know enough about the details yeah. up there. I mean, he's not getting fired or anything anytime soon, but, you know, but they're not a upper echelon. They're no. not quite there. No. Maybe he wants to get out. How long has he been there? A while now. He might have hit Vanderbilt. He might have hit the point where it's <clears throat> it's time to do something new. Seven ish. It's a long time these days. Something like that. And it's going well. Yeah, I know he's doing fine. I mean. He's actually doing better than I kind of give him credit for for doing because I'm not I'm not I'm not taking twenty from him like from him at all. I don't care about the COVID season. He went seven and six, seven and six back to back. One of those with a bowl win, one of them with a bowl loss, mm-hmm. and then run, run off a four year period: eleven and three, eleven and two, nine and four, eleven and two, mm-hmm. with a conference title from 2016. Okay, and then he's gone four and five in the COVID year, and he is currently six and four, three and four. So it's hit a lull. Yeah, for sure. He ran off the wrong quarterback. He did. I mean, he's made some critical mistakes this this season. He's distracted. He sounds distracted in press conferences. It's it's fine. Not great. It's 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 fine right now. I don't think Sandy Barber would be upset by a coaching search, but yeah, they're not running him off. No, no, you're not firing him. So I don't know who you get. I mean, Dan Mullen wouldn't be a popular hire there right now. I don't know if Bama can keep it close and make the playoff. Maybe. I mean, it kind of depends on everybody else a little bit. But I think it's a hard sell to an extent. 
Frankly, but A&M is not helping them. Those come out tonight, the rankings. Whatever. But yes. Do you give Norvell any more of a chance of making it okay over there? He's well, held the team together. He's going to get more time. Well, sure. But do you think he can win? No. Do you think that's a job where they're going to compete for ACC titles? Well, the ACC sucks. Yeah, so Wake is right now. Yeah. Yeah, sure. They can compete. I mean, but I don't look at them and think they're going to compete. They're not the next Clemson. No. I don't think anybody in the ACC is the next Clemson. Including Clemson. Including Clemson. So you think it's we're starting a Clemson? I think slide. we're going. To, I think we're heading into a system where the two leagues that are going to be relevant are the SEC and the Big Ten. I've told you what I think's coming. Yeah, and I think as that becomes obvious, some of those teams in the Pac-12 that want to be relevant are going to start making calls. I think we're headed towards super leagues. Don't know how long it takes to get there, but I think that's where we're headed. Why would Dave Aranda think about leaving Baylor right now? <clears throat> the answer is simple. They're going to be in an irrelevant conference soon. Yeah. That's why. <coughs> I mean, he fits there. They no, love he's him. a good fit there. He's yeah, fine. they love him. They'll give him everything he wants, but they can't give him a conference affiliation. Yeah, because Baylor's – they would feel stuck, right? They are stuck. Well, they're stuck. They, you've already seen that. They could go out west, I think. To play who? I mean, like in the Pac-12. I don't think the Pac-12 wants you them. You don't think they couldn't get Baylor? I don't. Baylor couldn't get in? I don't think, I don't think the Pac-12 wants them. Now, they might after teams leave. Because I think there's a couple of Pac-12 teams that are – I mean, I've said this. I think there are a couple of Pac-12 teams that make sense moving into the Southeastern Conference – and I think there's a couple of Pac-12 teams that make sense moving into the Big Ten. And I kind of anticipate those moves happening. Not tomorrow, but down the road. Sure. Texas and Oklahoma are in the league win. I think it's 2023 at this point. Running out of time to make next year happen. It feels too fast. Yeah. 2023. There's no way it stays longer than that and it just goes No, I don't think so. At some point, you just go, screw it, let's pay the money. $75 million. Yeah. At some point, you just go, let's pay it. Or you tell the Big 12, hey, look, here's 50. Yeah. Do you want to fight about it or not? Yeah. Or, you want, or do you want free money? Because mm-hmm. we can just sit here and not pay you anything in yeah. three years. Yeah. Bleed you, or you can have money. Yeah, I mean Baylor did win the national title. It's not, but it's not really about that. It's just about overall. They're not sexy. No. Yeah, twenty three sounds the most right. I mean, Pocket Watch says it needs to happen next year, but you're right, it's running out of time. Yeah, it's just. Well, it definitely needs to happen next year, and I guess it still could. I mean, you could shuffle schedules quickly these, this day and age. I mean, because sure. people talk about the travel or whatever, but, like, for example, every team that goes to play a game at Arkansas stays at that Embassy Suites in Rogers. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's hard to book rooms. No. You know, every team that stays, that plays Texas A&M, stays at that resort out at, it's like 30 minutes out. 
So it's not difficult to change bookings. Right. <clears throat> it, would, it wouldn't be difficult. Right. Teams that, teams that play Auburn all stay at that Embassy Suites in Montgomery. So you, it would be simple to do it. Yeah. We're also brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. Uh, in Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. and Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com and find them on Facebook and Instagram. We're brought to you by, my, by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, also home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan at Pinnacle, mypinwealth.com. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated. <clears throat> Um, he's is a sponsor of our show. You can get in touch with John about uh, travel. Just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you a ton of options. Uh, and no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of the services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. And we're brought to you by um, Service Specialist. They sponsor Neil's Picks, which will be out on Thursday with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Get in touch with them if you're uh, looking for em- for employees. Get in touch with them if you're looking for employment in Mississippi and you want to keep things quiet. They'll handle that. It's servicespecialistltd.com or 662-832-5138. Alpha Specialties is at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer-specific professional. Alpha is the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail. They've also got um, Hallmark Cargo Trailers. They can repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more. It's 601-932-9798 or alphaofms.com. I've got an uh, interview with Chance Campbell up at rebelgrove.com and at this at MPW Digital. It's brought to you by the Rogue. Um, I was reading something in the thread. I mean, I might have a hotel wrong, but... All the teams stay at the same same hotels. It's all kind of contracts. It's brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers work to lifestyle to nightlife. That's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. They also have a great collegiate collection. You should check out 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Registration for OPC basketball ends on Friday. So get in touch with them. Make sure that your son or daughter, age 7 to 15, is signed up for the upcoming season. It's OxfordParkCommission.com. Pockets are brought to, also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Tunes around town this Friday, 5 to 7, multiple different locations for uh, musical acts downtown and in the uh, square area. So get some takeout, get some dessert, and enjoy what should be another lively Friday night in Oxford prior to a football game. Double-decker bus tours, 3 and 4 o'clock on Friday an adult ticket gets you a hundred dollars off a pair of blue delta jeans and you can go to the visit oxford events page to find out everything going on this week and locally again visit oxfordms.com slash events the uh la dodgers have agreed to terms with noah Syndergaard um to uh to, to join the team out out west so a little bit of baseball news there uh this morning let's see what else uh, one year 21 million 
is the uh, price tag there for uh, for Syndergaard. So the odd part of that is the Mets offered him basically like 19, but wouldn't go to 21. So I don't know because you are the New York Mets. Pretty much the uh, the answer there last night. The 49ers uh, destroyed the Rams last night in uh, Santa Clara. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like 31 to 10. Oh wow. Something like that. Just beat them up. Almost like OBJ didn't fix everything when he joined your roster. Imagine that. Yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't see any of the game last night. Carson had middle school soccer, and then we got home, and we had middle school. I'm sorry, not middle school, high school. JV soccer is what I meant to say. We had JV soccer game, and then we had um, ninth grade world history. Our uh, game, let's see, next week. Not our game, but what we have coming up on. Thursday during Henry's guys, Patriots and Falcons, so nothing crazy there in, uh, in that one. Um, pretty just really, really good game this week. Primetime, your national game on uh, on Sunday is Dallas and Kansas City. Okay. It's in Kansas City. Your Sunday night game is Pittsburgh against the Chargers, and your Monday night game is the Giants at the Bucks. So that is your uh, your slate of Monday there in, uh, in that one. Is that the second Giants game of Monday Night Football in like four weeks? Yeah. They were on barely recently, yeah. I feel like, for some reason. I guess I knew it because of the Eli thing. Memphis Rebel wants to know if I have any feel on this Ole Miss men's basketball team yet. Not yet. I want to see I want to see the games this week. They'll play they'll play better some teams. they'll play some good teams. We'll start to get a better idea. Um yeah, Chiefs and uh, Cowboys have turned into quite the game cross division or cross conference. Uh, Chiefs up to six and four now because that division just doesn't want anybody to win it. They let Kansas City kind of get healthy, and then uh, Dallas at seven and two, leading the NFC East. So um, anyway, yeah, there we go. What are we talking about? Um, yeah, I saw that Brett Bellama out for uh, the game against Iowa because of a positive COVID test. Oh, that's correct. He will not against the Hawkeyes, our coach against the Hawkeyes. So, all right. Uh, well, more podcasts to you tomorrow. we got some good bit of stuff on the uh, transfer portal up at rebelgrove.com on the uh, the chicks today. Some different things coming as the day moves on, too. So uh, move over to the message board, hang out. We have a community. It's wonderful. So uh, subscribe over there. We would appreciate it. And we will be back with you uh, tomorrow morning. So enjoy the day. Take care. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.